Oh no, now the knee. Oh, well, that was that. Manu, what's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up a throw for Bobrovsky. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just <laughs> takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So. You pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end, or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a trial. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Supercoach NRL Tragics podcast. Tonight, I'm your host, Glenn, Tiger for Life. Uh, our apologies. Our furious leader, Dan, Dano, is not with us. He's been overstumped with work. Uh, we have two special guests, though, tonight from off the bench. Uh, first, we have Timmy. How are you, Timmy? Very well, thanks, Glenn. It's uh, good to be back here again, mate. Yeah, nice to see you, mate. And how was your round? Uh, pretty average at 9.51. Um, unfortunately, I started the round with 19 players and uh, only 16 took the field. So that's the way it goes sometimes. You can do all the buy planning you like, and sometimes you just can't help bad luck. So uh, I lost JMK, I lost Jack Bird, and lost um, uh, then Sonny Luke was my uh, emergency Emergency, emergency, and then when he played reserve grade and didn't get a run either, it just kind of stuffed me. Okay. Uh, Roscoe, how you going, mate? No, he's frozen. We seem to have lost Ross. We'll, we'll get Ross back in a minute, guys. Well, look, while we're waiting for Ross, there's a couple of things to read out, so I'll quickly go through and get that done. Um, I should have had that up and ready. Um, firstly, we have old mate who was first last week, has dropped back to second in the Tragics overall comp. And we have uh, Lux for Loser, Edwin, has moved into first place. Well done, Edwin, uh, who's coming uh, 21 overall. Um, here comes the Bears, is still a respective 39. And old mate's dropped down to fifth, who's uh, a respective 99, uh, which is terrific. So well done, guys. Is that uh, his actual team name, old mate? That's old fantastic. Mate, yeah, yeah he's having it. a good year. He really is. He, he's doing really well. The other thing I wanted to quickly mention and we'll um, talk about till Ross comes back is, so there's a lot of carnage this week, coaches. We've lost uh, David Fafita. Dylan Brown's been stood down under the no fault policy. Um, Cleary, six weeks out with a hamstring injury. Uh, Murray uh, is out as well. Latrell is out. And Cody Walker is in some kind of doubt, although um, South's report that there's nothing to worry, nothing to see here. So just, just keep your eye out on that kind of stuff. Um, other than that, we'll we'll talk later on about other things and we'll start getting into trade talk in a second. We'll just wait for Roscoe to rejoin us. Um, well, I'll start How was your you. round, Glenn? Yeah, so my round wasn't too bad. I got 1,013. I had the captain on Cleary, so that hurt me a little bit. Um, yeah, so it wasn't too bad. Um, VC defeat us, so, you know, I was on a roll. And uh, oh, actually, I swapped that to Manu. I looked at Teddy A and I went, no, nah, I'll go Manu. But I, I could, for me to have done that, if, say I had a VC Tedesco, I would have had to take Toho or Taruva out or Cleary. And um, and against that side, I just didn't think any of that made sense. Toho yeah. sort of brought me some respect back to my round. My um, I had the VC on Asako, and I'm a little bit dirty with regards to their updates because he finished the game on 80-something and then um, two days later, two days later updated to 102 and then the day after that, updated to 117 or whatever the hell he finished with. Yeah, 14. Had he, uh, 
<laughs> I was going to buy him two rounds ago and I changed my mind and decided not to trade at all. And I mean, I'm hoping that pays off for me at the end that I've, I've actually been stashing away trades. Um, I, I've been, I've, I'm pretty stacked in depth. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, we got Roscoe back. How you going, buddy? Sorry, boys. No, sorry about right. that. Um, the internet decided to chuck me off, but that's okay. I don't think anyone needs to know what score I got last week, so we'll just move on. Well, what did you get? <laughs> I, I want to know. No, nah. nah, it, it, it got a it lot around, less than me, mate. A lot less it was than around, me. It was around about 800, and that was because I only had 14 players, including Harlick <laughs> and Sullivan. Um, I just got, like Timmy, I just got... Um, the draw end of the stick with players pulling out last minute. JMK, Peachy lost uh, Latrell. There's a few other players there I lost as well. But um, I'm looking okay for the Browns moving forward, though. So hopefully I can make up some of the ground back that I lost. I remember saying to you in the chat, I think Peachy will get a bench spot. And then after I had that conversation with you, I actually looked at the bench. Well, I thought he would have too. Well, I did. And after I said it to you, I actually looked at the bench and I thought, actually, I don't see a spot for him. I think that he either dropped straight out, which was a shame. Like, I was hoping for you that he did. Well, secretly, I don't know if I was. No, I wasn't. Well, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Right, well, we all have that good week. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably going to move him on this week, but it all depends if we can get the mail early enough, which we'll talk about later on when we go through the trades. Yeah, so there's some great options this week, and I'm looking forward to getting into the trade talk. Look, so I'll come to you first, Roscoe, because you're a Tiger supporter, and the first game's Titan Tigers. So who do you like in this, mate, yep. potential trades? Well, about the only decent uh, thing that worked for me last week was bringing Bateman in, um, so that was pretty happy with that one. Um, I still don't think it's too late to bring Buller in either if you're um, looking to move on the trail and bank a bucket load of cash. I don't hate the trail down to Buller. Uh, also, like IPAP as well. Um, the other one, if you're looking for a cheap uh, centre wing option, Talao might be an option as well at around about 260k. If you're looking for a downgrade as well. Interesting that somebody, I think it was me, said last week a few of the backs in the Tigers were good buys, and somebody yeah. said the Tigers in the back line were not a buy. I don't remember who that was on last week's pod. <laughs> well, who, who, who also said that they were going to make stuff with Tafoa too? Like, like he didn't buy Tafoa. Oh, he did all right. He got 60. Did he? Yes, oh, nothing wow. But the one that I really warned about was Frank Pohl. He got 34 with a line break. He, the minutes on Frank Pohl um, didn't play out, but I think this could be a good round for Pohl. Um, what about in the... Um, tight... He's got the PPM. He's got the PPM. He just needs the minutes. Yeah, absolutely, Ross. I agree with you, mate. And the big news, obviously, coming out of the Titans this week is that Fafita won't play. And um, look, maybe you can talk to that, Rosk, about how many games he plays over the next six rounds because we've been talking yeah, about Yeah, so he, he'll miss round 15, round 16, round 19, and round 20 or 21, or maybe not. He so might be just the, backing up those ones. Yeah, out of the next six games, he'll back up for one and he'll miss about five from, from what I saw. So it's yeah. a, a pretty ugly look. But, uh, I know. If you've got the depth, I'd still look at holding, depending on on your side, because we're losing Brown, we're losing Cleary, we're losing a lot of players, and we're looking at yeah. getting players back like Haas, uh, Luttrell, Tedesco, Turbo, whichever way you're looking at going there. Yeah. There's a lot we're going to have to bring back in, and, and Fafita's big money. But having said that, you could put two really good players in with someone like Fafita. You know, you, you it's tem- it'll, be, it'll be tempting to sell him. Uh, I'm, uh, I don't know. I just... I can't get myself to doing it. I, geez, no. it's like 
But I, I, I don't mind people who are doing it, but it depends on who you're trading them to. Um, I'd love to go for Peter to um, Colin Matangi, but I'm just worried he's going to play Origin. He's, that's the only reason why I haven't picked him up this week, because I'm worried he's going to go into that team. The bigger picture, too, is that people are down. I saw someone with 13 trades after two trades today, and I was like, that's insane. I mean, how are they going to, with 13 trades, get all these players back? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anything you want to add to that, um, Timmy? Anyone you saw in that side? You... Yeah. No, look, I, I agree with everything yeah. that you guys have said. I've, uh, myself, I'm actually in the process of trading for feeder out at the moment. Um, or as far as my trades have gone at this stage, I have traded him out and uh, trading for feeder to Kaloa Matangi is exactly what I've done. Unfortunately, I don't quite have enough there to go up to Britain Nakora. Um, but yeah, I I can um, I can make other things work. And but I think Kaloa Matangi, the only hard part is is he probably misses. If he plays Origin, he definitely misses. Well, regardless, he definitely misses next week. And then. Um, and then the week after, whether he gets rested or not, who knows? But um, it's it's certainly the play that I've gone at the moment. Put it that way. Yeah. So those have got places. And, then, and sorry, and then like, got three before, with regards to Buller, um, my other trade as well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my other trade this week is actually uh, Izzy Katoa from five eight uh, moving. Osako up into centre wing, Joey Manu up into five eight, and I can bring Buller in. So um, it's basically Fafita to Kaloa Tungi and Buller. I was get... going as uh, Katoa this week to um, uh, Walker, and then all of a sudden I've just lost Brown and Cleary. So that that sort of answered that question for me, didn't it? Um, all right, we'll go to the next game, and this is your one, Timmy. Raiders and Warriors, mate. Anything you see here you like? Um, I think it's going to be an interesting game of footy. Um, yeah. I think both teams need a win at the moment. Um and uh, yeah, look, I I don't know. I think CNK has been really good. Um, he's yeah. a bit of a surprise packet. He's he's one that I had all preseason and then jumped off at the last minute because he had his HIA for round one, or yeah. maybe I had him. I think I might have started with him for round one and then he got his HIA and I had to cut him loose after that. So look, he's one that that sort of let get away. Um, I've got Tohu Harris. Hopefully, he gets a few more minutes this week and a few more points because he was very much down last week. And he'll, uh, he'll start to lose some of the cash that he had made. Uh, AFB, obviously fantastic. He's um, He's been killing it all season and no risk of origin there. So he's, um, I think he plays, Warriors still play one of the, the last two buys. Yeah, so, they play nine Yeah. So you're not going to have him for um, for 16, but you will have him for 19. So AFB certainly one. He's one that you absolutely want to try and aim for for the run home. Um, and then... From the Raiders, look, yeah, I don't know. I I uh, mentioned on the All Stars podcast last night that I was a uh, guest hosting on with uh, with Barnsey. This game's one of the ones that just sort of screams Jack White and pulling something out. Um, as strange as that is, I think with the Origin and everything else, maybe he's sitting back going, "I jumped a bit early on the Origin call. Um, maybe he would like to be back in there, and it wouldn't surprise me if he just pulls something out and has an absolute belter of a game." against the Warriors, and I don't know. It's just – it's a very, very left-field sneaky out there option for 5-8 for going into, uh, into Origin, but, yeah, maybe he's, he's still an option there. After we finish this pod, I've actually got a little bit at the end that I want to do with you guys, and it's specifically about that, uh, to talk about White and uh, um, a few of those options for the Haas for New South Wales. 
And not, not that we're going to get anything from Timmy because he's a freaking Queenslander, but we love him anyway. Look, the I, couple, I couldn't uh, care who you picked just quietly. It's not going to make a lick of difference at Suncorp. Oh, uh, we'll see. Uh, anyway, look, there's a couple of players that I was going to say when were sells this round, but the problem being is that with people with Cleary, Brown, uh, and all these other sudden injuries or outs, uh, I think they're more important sells. Um, but uh, I think Tomoko's a sell. I think Jared Croker should have been moved on. Um, and Corey Horsburgh, he's been moved down to 13. Some people preferred him at second row. I actually prefer him in this, in this at lock. I think that his base is better. Um, but we'll see how that plays out. So right, we're coming to you now, Roscoe. Uh, Manly and the Dolphins. And the big news on this game is Tommy Karipic has been cleared to play. Well, I said it on our pod yesterday. I mean, come on. I mean, you can't tell me there wasn't money handed out under the table on this one. I mean, it's either it's, – it's, it's just it, – it's to be black and white. Um, you know, like, it's the same with Reed Barney. He's, he, he had a cap one on the weekend too and still got cleared to play as well. Um, I, I don't know what the hell's going on. I, I, what do you say? I mean – the rules of the rules just need to be clear. You can either they either play or they don't play. We have a eleven eleven day mandatory rule, and it hasn't applied one yet because CNK um, was supposed to have been out for eleven days um, the other week too and end up playing straight off the bat too. So um, I just I just want to I just want I'm just wondering if or if Origin wasn't around the corner whether Turbo would have played or not. I don't think he would have. I think if Origin's not around the corner, I don't think he plays. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, so yeah, I think there's some money under the table on this one. Are you suggesting, my brother, that there's a New South Wales conspiracy to get Tedesco in uh, sorry, Turbo to play this week, sorry, to get a bit more motor in his legs so that he's hundred percent. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't do that. That's a queen. Oh thing. please. <laughs> um as to this game, far out, Buddy Garrick getting named in centres. What a pain in the ass! I mean, seriously, I, I just hope you can get some ball off um, Turbo. Um, Ola Kuaru is another one who's been very, very disappointing for those who've held him. Um, he's been pretty average. Yeah. Um, for the for the Knights, I mean, Marzu, Marzu could rack up a decent score this game, I reckon, too, if you've still got Marzu. Um, there's not much else there than like, for Newcastle. It may be Ponger, but I'm just too scared to go there with all these HIAs. <laughs> yeah, well, Newcastle's not in this game, brother. It's Dolphins and Seagulls. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. 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 Sorry about that. Um, yeah, that's yeah, for the Dolphins, I look for the Dolphins. I mean, obviously, JMK um, is, is back, which is good for them. Yeah. I think they missed him last week up the middle. Um, you could tell in that game against the Warriors that they missed him, but... You know, they've got no Wallace and they've got no... Um, I think Gilbert's the biggest out of the whole lot. I mean, that's a massive out. Not not just for the Dolphins, but also for Queensland too. He's just a workhorse, Gilbert. So they'll, they'll miss him for big time. I've had two players that have been killing me for the last four rounds. And I, two of them... Um, oh, three of them, sorry. Buller, Ozarko, and Cody Walker. And, um, and I've... The upside is that I haven't traded, so I've saved four trades. The downside is that it's hurt me every round. But I've got, yeah, I've got a, I've got a few. I've got Buller. There's probably Buller. There's probably Marsden as well, and and Cody as well for me. Like, yeah, I had the chance to go. I um Katawa to Cody Walker about three or four weeks ago, and I opted not to, and I decided to hold Katawa for thirteen. Yeah. I think he got me twenty. I think he got me twenty points. So um, yeah, it hasn't been my year. That's for sure. 
Yeah, well, I'll just say one more thing and then we'll move to the next game. I actually don't hate Garrick at centre with Schuster there. The way Schuster plays with those short balls, I think it actually could play out okay for um, Garrick. I hope you're right. Like you, I prefer him on the wing. I think that he, his, his value is much better to us on the yeah. wing, especially bringing back those tough carries. That's where he, he gets his bread and butter from. And yep. Osako's just been killing it. But the one interesting oh, yeah. one in here I thought was Raymond Stone. There's a few people I've seen that are sort of looking that way. And I think what you said about Qatar is, is a sell now. It, it, you know, it's time to move him on. The only thing that worries me about those jumping on Ray Stone is that um, Kavish is due back next week, I think, too. Yeah, well, or after true. Origin. If, I mean, if he doesn't get picked for Origin, he'll be back around 17. Either way, because they've got a buy. But, um, yeah, I don't know about Stone. With Kafusi coming back, I'm not sure if it's a play. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, we're coming to you now, Timmy, was it? Is it your turn? Yeah. Uh, yep. Rabbitohs and the Dragons. I'll put the tea so I know who I'm up to. <laughs> so you're uh, saying you're going to put your teeth back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my teeth back in. That'd be oh, a <laughs> <laughs> Dragons versus the Rabbitohs, brother. Uh, yeah, good form, good form. Hey, look, there's um, sad but true. Since Jack DeBellins, um obviously dropped out of the team, there's uh, three injury. Sadly, I don't think the Dragons have a great deal there left to play with. Um, I was all over Jack Burden. I unfortunately, I had to let him go last week. I just needed the numbers. So um, there's not a great deal else with the Dragons. Uh, as far as the Bunnies go, like I said, I'm on Kaloma Tungi this week. Um, I think AJ is still a really good option. He's one that I've been stewing over for yeah about the last six weeks or something. And Every time I've had two opportunities to bring him in, uh, do or don't, and I pick the don't, and he seems to bite me in the ass every time. So it's just hard. He, he's he's not – he hasn't been as consistent this season as he has in the past. Uh, he's sort of – his floor seems to be a little bit lower than it has been, and I think his ceiling is probably a, not necessarily a little bit lower, but it's certainly a lot less frequent than what it has been in the past. So that's been the only thing that's, that's sort of steered me away from him. Um as for other I don't, bunnies, like, I, don't, I mean, 107 with three tries is not great if you ask me. Oh. Really, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, no. I mean you've, you've, got play, you've got players like Teddy that can score one try and get 120 points. Like, yeah. it's not that great. Like, you want you want a 150 or close to it out of someone scoring three tries, really. And the hard part is, I don't think you can necessarily pick him on matchups. I think they they. No. They have been trying to go right. I mean, with, when Tane Milne was in there, they were trying to go right a lot more often than they normally do. Um, and I think AJ was suffering from it, and that was the big thing that steered me away from it. It wasn't the ball wasn't just going left hand side, uh, Cody Walker through to Latrell, and then uh, over to AJ in the corner. So, yeah, yeah look, that's um, as for others. Look, um, I'm still sitting on the fence with Junior Dottola, if he can somehow hit his form that he had midway through last season, uh, where he was averaging 60s to 80s for a fair slab of time, if he can get back to those scores, he's uh, he's certainly an option in your front row at a much cheaper option than some of the other premium front rowers. Um, obviously, Campbell Graham, Lord knows what's going to happen with him with Origin next week. If, um, if he's not selected for Origin, I think I'll probably be jumping on him next week. Um, and... Yeah, look, outside of that, I'm I'm sort of not really sure. They've they've lost a few forwards. Um, so there's obviously some cheaper guys that will come through and, and hopefully try and make some money, but it's not necessarily the time of the season for making money unless you're doing one up, one down type thing. 
Yeah, the one that hasn't been spoken about, so I'll just quickly mention too, I'm in the enviable position of already having my numbers for round 16. So I like Kalama Tungi, as you said, but Isaiah Tass has been killing it. And uh, he really has. He's just been a quiet achiever. You have a look at Tass's numbers. He's actually been, you know, really going. And he has the base, unlike Johnson. So if he doesn't get you those attacking stats, he's still scoring relatively well. And the other one that's interesting is if you're looking for a trade down in the front row position to get a bit of money somewhere else, Shaq's been named at 13 and probably will play there as well. Um, so it's an interesting trade down, uh, although he doesn't have a great PPM compared to other front rowers. I'll come to you now, Roscoe. We're on to the Broncos in the Knights game, mate. And there are a couple in this game of interest. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, oh, I mean, Walsh is <laughs> uh, just killing it again. Um, exceeded my expectations in origin, you know, for a bloke who hadn't played any rep football before. Um, still like Herbie. Um, still wish I'd have jumped on Herbie. I really like Herbie as well. He's one that I've battled my watch list for a while. And then... Yeah, I don't know much else from there. Corey Oates could be one to keep an eye on too, possibly for the run home as well. Um, I don't know what else there is. I mean, for the Newcastle Marzu, I mean, as I said earlier, um, I think for those who've held him, he could go. He could have a good game this game. He's averaging eighty, just a tackle busting beast. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me in regards to these two teams. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Herb, Herbie's an interesting one. As well, I actually so, like um, Katania yeah. Stags as well. Stags has actually been scoring really well and Farnsworth. I, I like both of them. Um, and But the Knights play round 16. And uh, Kalen Ponga is one that I'm interested in. I don't know if it's too late to get onto Marzu. But if you're looking for a pod, uh, Fitzgibbon has still been chugging along quite nicely. And um, although second row this year has rather been quite disappointing for most. I mean, Olukowatu, as you said, has not been scoring well. And he's still yeah. one of the highest scoring second rowers. Um, yeah. Kalama Tangi has been good. And, and, and I think that's the one going back again. Um, but the only other thing I wanted to say on this game was if you do own Reese Walsh, if you're one of those people that's held him, he's a very serious captain option this week or VC um, option. Um, it's, it's up to you yeah. now, the other one that I'll add add to all that, guys, if you're uh, with Cleary out and if you're looking for a half, there's been a lot of chat about Adam Reynolds um, maybe playing Origin. For me personally, I think you guys are nuts if you don't pick him. You need somebody in there with a decent kicking game. Uh, I think you need to pick Adam Reynolds and I think you need to pick um, uh, Matt Burton in at left centre, uh, the same way that you did last year. I think uh, the, the kicking game that Kit... Sorry, try again. Nathan Cleary did not have a, a decent kicking game in that first Origin game, and I think that was the big difference. Uh, I think Queensland's rushing defence on him uh, just slowed everything down and, and made it so much harder for Nath to, uh, to get the ball away. I think guys like Adam Reynolds uh, is certainly got arguably a better kicking game than Nathan. Um, he's, I don't know, it's, it's a tough call. I know you're talking about an old man versus a young man, but there's certainly nothing wrong with Adam Reynolds' kicking game, and I think his player, Nouse, uh, the smarts that he's got, might be able to throw a bit of a spanner in the works there with Queensland's rushing defence. Same to them with uh, with Matt Burton, just gives you guys that extra attacking flair. So, look, um, I don't think Reynolds will be picked, but I think you guys are nuts if they don't seriously have a look at him, at which point you could do worse than going Cleary to Adam Reynolds this week. We're going to have a conversation at the end of our team thing about just that uh, around the halves um, and on opinions there. 
I, I, but I just want to elaborate on one thing that you said there, which is that the reason Cleary was shut down so easy was that we only had the one kicker. And it's so much easier to shut down one kicker. When you have the option of going left and right and there's a kicker on both sides, it's harder to rush. And, um, and, and how New South Wales coaches didn't know that. And if they go picking Cody Walker and don't have Burton in at left centre or having Burton as the 5'8", that is insanity to me if they just put Hines or Adam Reynolds there on their own to kick. Because either one, will be the same thing will happen. They will be shut down. You need two kickers when you're playing that way. But anyway, we'll move forward and we'll come back to that because there's a few things I'd like to discuss in that. Um, we're up to you, Timmy, on Roosters and Panthers. Yep, that's right. So who do you see anyone to buy from here? Um, there's a few in here with Tedesco, a few to talk about. So anyone you see? Yeah, look, obviously, it's hard to get on too many of the Panthers guys with uh, with Origin looming and that concerns so many of them. Also, then, if depending on how they do things, with no Nathan Cleary for Origin, are they that hell-bent then on playing so many Panthers for New South Wales? So you might see a little bit of a shake-up there with how many Panthers actually get picked. Maybe some of them get dropped due to... Uh, other players coming in and, and forming different combinations with their existing sides. So, look, um, there's sort of not a lot to say as far as the Panthers go. I've still got Taruva. He's been chugging along just nicely. He's up over 500K now. Um, he's probably someone that I'll still hold as a fifth or sixth centre win right through to the end of the season. So um, you can do worse than holding him. Um, look, Scotty Sorensen had, had an off week this week with a 48, but... I'm still a, a big fan with his. He's, he's come out of the woodwork. He's been playing really well this year. He's a, a mate of guys, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's been playing fantastic, so much to uh, to a lot of people's surprises. As for um, mental block, I've got to bring it in. Who's the other two? Who are they playing? Roosters, and they both play oh. round 16, just quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the Roosters, obviously, Teddy, if you've got him, he's got a low BE again and should make some cash. I sold him uh, before the first round of Origin, and um, yeah, I think I've, I may have even gone him to Gutho before round fifteen or sixteen, something like. Oh, sorry, before um round thirteen. So yeah, look, it's he's been a handy. Joey Manu's obviously been down, but he's got that handy GPP like we were saying before, and you can move his dual position up into uh, five eight. So that's that's what I've done this round. Um, I'll be keeping a guy, keeping an eye on guys like Angus, whether or not he gets named for Origin. He'd be pretty handy for the run home, and also uh, Satili Tupanua, depending on his minutes over the next uh, round or two. So, yeah, look, there is a few options there, and um, I think you've probably just got to play the BEs. And and I think with these two teams, are probably a lot of it for this round in particular. If you're going to bring some in, it's it's basically just go with your gut. Yeah. So one of the options that people need to be aware of is if you own Cleary, you could go to Walker if by Jules. If you can't do that, you can go Brown to Walker. But if so, Walker was called out. They are, you do, or you can go Brown down to Manu, or you can bring Ma. Uh, you can take Sell Brown and bring Schuster down by a second row or a centre wing if you're getting Manu up. So that's one option. But there's a couple here that I think are actually worth mentioning. One is Egan Butcher, who's been chugging along quite nicely and plays round 16, and uh, they, they've actually got quite a good buy coverage going forward um, in matchups. And uh, and the other one uh, was Julie Tupanua that you mentioned already, um, and I. But the one that you've left out, but I, I want him to come down a little bit in price is Targo. Um, I think Targo could be a really nice for the run home. I actually own Toho and I own Taruva. And if Toho wasn't named last week, I was actually going to go Toho to Targo. 
um, because I didn't trade and I was waiting, you know, I sort of held it waiting for some outs, hoping to, I could jump on something. And, um, and then I captain Cleary, it was all it just, just got worse. <laughs> all right, Roscoe, we're up to you, brother. And we're on to the, I, um, just, just before this game, I actually like, I'm waiting for Targo too. I'm using one on my watch list, but so Daniel too, who, as well as the Roosters can get on a bit of a run too, might be another option as well. Yeah. Uh, we've left one out of actually Cogger. Cogger's one that I've had a few people asking questions. Yeah, I, I don't like it. But I, want to, I want to see a bit more of him first. Yeah, let's see how he goes against the Roosters and then see whether see whether he's worthwhile or not. Could be interesting if Cleary's out for a run. Um, it could make Luai a play. Um, up although with Origin I don't. But if if Luai is out and doesn't get named in the second Origin, and there is some chance that could happen. And with Cogger playing, Luai becomes the dominant half, and he could actually be relevant yeah. to high ceiling side. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll move to you now, Roscoe, which is um, Storm and the Sharks, brother. And this one's got a bit to talk about, I think. Both, again, play round 16. There's a lot to like in here. Um, geez, for the Storm, I really, I really, 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 really like Nick Meany. Um, Me too. I was going to buy him. It's it's just tempting because I've got Osako and Gutho at fullback. I mean, I can move, I can move Osako up. Um, I have to find the funds, you know, to go Peachy to Meany would be absolute ideal for me if I could get the funds to do that, um, which I probably could if I make two trades this week. Um, and then who are they playing again? They're against the Sharks. The Sharks yeah, this is my mate. Yeah. I'll take the whole, pick the whole back line. I like them all. Yeah. Um, I really like, I really like Talakai. I think Talakai and Mulatalo probably more than anything this week. I know they're more expensive than <laughs> the Tal and Ramey, but I think with, with that side of um, Morbrick and uh, Remus Smith, I think it is. I can see a lot of ball going down that side. I think they're going to probably target that side. So mm-hmm. I think they're both good options. I've got Talakai. Um, I'm, I'm pretty keen on Mulatalo as well, but then you've also got um, Teague Wilton and um, obviously uh, the core of the good options too. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm going to probably jump on one of them, but I'm going to wait a week because they've both got pretty high break-evens this week. I think their um, core is around about 100, and I think Wilton's 92. Yeah. Um, so they'll probably just lose some more cash. So Teague Wilton could be under 550k next week, which would be just absolute mint for that run home. So I'm going to throw a couple of smokies out there, right? Storm actually have a really nice run. They do play round 16. They don't play round um, 19, but they do have a nice run through of games. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're looking for a, um, a pod halfback, I think Jerome Hughes could be a real good smoky. Um, the yep. other player, I think, is Elise Katoa, who's at a really nice price at the moment. And, um, you know, only because of his injuries was was he sold by many anyway. Um, and and the other one that you mentioned, Roscoe, was Nick Meany, which I really like mm-hmm. as well. I nearly jumped on him for Toho last week, and I'm glad I didn't. And and as you pointed out, pretty much the entire back line, but I really like Talakai and Molotalo's matchup, as you said, yeah. this week versus uh, Rima Smith and Warbrick. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I think that's all I see really in, there, in that game. Uh, we'll come to you, Timmy, for the last one, the Bulldogs versus the Eels. They both play round 16, and the Bulldogs also play round 19. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, the only thing I will add really quickly, just with that, with the last one while we're talking about Sharks, just make sure that viewers remember Tigers, Sharks and Dogs uh, have the buy-in round 17. So you've got to be really careful and watch your numbers because if you're bringing in too many Sharks and Tigers players, you're yep. going to run really short in round 17 when uh, Origin players might not back up and also uh, those guys are on the buy. So do keep a really close eye on that. Yeah, 
I've run the highlighter through it about 10 times over the last week when I keep trying to make trades and go, hang on a second, take a step back, mate. That's going to hurt you more than it's going to say. How many followers have you gone through, Tim? Yeah, I've done it a few times, mate. And, and, and my whiteboard's, um, whiteboard's looking looking a bit messy. So, um, <laughs> oh, boy. It's got, you need got a bigger whiteboard. You need yeah, a bigger whiteboard, exactly right. exactly right, mate. Bigger whiteboard. So, uh, but, yeah, the Bulldogs and, and the Eels, look, um, obviously Dylan Brown throws a spanner in the works. You've got to be really careful with the Eels because if uh, Mitch Moses does pick up that halfback spot, which is something that I'm sure we'll talk about in a while, then that's um, that's going to make things really scary and well and truly up my uh, buy planning because I've I've already had, and, and since the start, I've had Moses, Brown and uh, Gutho. And if Brown's out and Moses is out, that's probably going to hurt Gutho as well. So it's... um. It's an interesting one. As for other um, Eels players, uh, Greed was just announced as out for the out for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll be out for the rest of the season yeah, with his Liz yeah. Frank injury. So there's another one that drops. So it's um that probably just shores up a little bit. Guys like Cardi, guys like Hopgood, um, whose minutes have been sort of up and down a little bit over the last few weeks, but just with injuries and such. Obviously, Maddo, if Maddo's not playing Origin and if he's uh, if he's fit and firing, then he's one that you certainly want to keep an eye on. Um, as for the Bulldogs, I've actually been really impressed with Preston, how he's he sort of had a drop for a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, and that's when I sold him. And he's just seemed to really kick back on again. So yeah. um, he's one that I'm actually looking at bringing back in as pretty much a staple play week in, week out till the end of the season. Yeah, I've held Preston, and, and I'm happy I have. He he, even without um without the ceiling stuff in his side, he's still getting around sixty. And I mean, you can't complain about that. But there's two glaringly obvious ones here that no one's spoken about that I mentioned. So Jacob Carras has been named this week, and I think that he's certainly a play. He's got really good base as a centre wing, and uh, so that's one if you're looking for um someone to get at centre wing. The other one is if you own Elise Katoa in your five eight position, uh, Dagan Arcee. Um, he will come in for Dylan Brown, it seems. Uh, it, it might be a wait one week and watch, see how it plays out. But, um, yeah, he could be your, um, you know, play 16, plays 19. Um, yeah, I, I just think he could be one that's interesting. And um, 360's reported that Carlton's most likely going to move to 5-8, actually. And then, and then who? And then Sean Russell to fullback. Simonson? Sean Russell to fullback. Oh, so I, I hate to say that I mentioned that in the Hub uh, Podmasters chat when I was shot down by about three different people. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I think that Sean Russell could be a serious option if it happens. But Absolutely. the only thing is, though, it's the last game of the round, so we probably won't, unless we know early enough. What it was, it's too hard to probably jump on Sean Russell unless yeah. we know beforehand. Someone in there said to buy Arzi, and I and I actually said I'd be cautious on that trade. And then about three different people jumped on saying yeah. oh, he's been named tonight, and he'll know and he'll play through and all this stuff. And so I just thought, okay, well maybe they're right. And um, look, I don't I, I don't hate Tasso at five eight, um, <laughs> especially as an owner because he's a bit of a hog as we know. So I, I don't mind it. Um, I'll be happy if he plays. I, I think you'll get a lot more stack a lot more stacks out of him if he plays at five eight. He's yeah. um, starting to get a bit lazy at fullback at yeah. the moment. So I've all gone mine to him at 5'8". And that could be a peachy to Sean Russell trade if we can find out early enough for me and bank, bank some cash with that one as well. Yeah, I like it, Roscoe. I, I, I think you both made some really good points on that one. That's that's good. 
I, I like that one a lot. Um, and then for the Bulldogs, I am seriously contemplating after trading him out two weeks ago, bringing Preston back in. I, I if I go if I go Dylan Brown to Preston via Jubals, I can bank three hundred and twenty k. Oh, nice. Yeah, by moving Schuster down into five eight, so it, it's tempting. But so waiting a week and getting Wilton as well, maybe for a bit cheaper. Um, with a bit more upside, I think. Yeah, well, what I'm doing, I already had Brown and uh, Gutherson, so I wasn't going near Moses. But now with the Brown news, I'm not as afraid to yeah. go near Moses. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't be now. But I'm going to wait till next week until Origin. And then in the buy round, if Moses is named, then I'll probably make that trade then. I think that that's a bit safer for me. All right, well, guys, we've got through the teams. What I'll do quickly with you now is you go through your VC and C options and your trade options. And then I want to talk a little bit about um, the the selections for the New South Wales side because we don't need to worry about Queensland. We know what they're going to do. They've lost two players. They've got a stack of second rows like Horska, Fusi and Co to come in. So, yeah. um, all right. So we'll come to you first, Roscoe. What are you looking at for your BC mother, mate? And um, I was going to say mother. If I can't believe I, you I can't believe I was going to say that. I don't ever. Lucky, lucky we're not going live, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, where's, that, where's that three-second delay button thing? Oh, God. I'm probably I apologise, viewers. I had a, a with, moment. <laughs> oh, my God. With the lack of options this week, I mean, it was going to be lock and load VC on the feeder, but I'm going to go VC because um, VC Isako into Nico. I'm expecting Nico to have a massive game against the Storm, who's, you know, very, very average at the moment, yeah. and try and stake his case for origin. I mean, he got 90 points last week and did nothing. So yeah. God knows what he can do this game. Oh, okay. And uh, what about you, um, Timmy? What are you looking at for VCC? Uh, so at the moment, I've got the VC on new recruit Buller. And uh, as long as he stays there, he'll be in. Uh, captain on Nico. So pretty uh, pretty boring. Yeah. So I've gone VC on Cody Walker and C on um, Hines at the moment. But I have to revisit that because I actually believe that I'm not able to do that. Um, so I may have to go Buller into Walker or Buller into Hines. I really like Cody Walker this week, but I'm worried about that injury report. Mm. Um, so that sort of scared me off a little bit. But um, I'd be on him if I owned him. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right. So the next thing we'll talk about now is the origin. So I want to start with the seven. So the options that have been thrown up are Adam Reynolds, Moses and Hines, right? So I'll come to you first, Tim, because you've had a lot to say on the subject. And you're thinking that... He doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> but he has an opinion. I mean, they're like backsides. We've all got them, and Tim has <laughs> one. <laughs> um, so you reckon Adam Reynolds, mate, and what, what's your reasoning? Is the kicking game. Oh, mate, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't think they will pick him, but I think they should. Um, yeah. I, I think the things that they lacked is the things that he's got. Um, and the, just his ability, look, look at what he's done with the Broncos since he's been there. Look, it's... Yeah. He's just taken a team of individual players and turned them into a decent footy side. And I think for somebody like him going into origin camp where that's exactly the scenario that he's got, he's got a whole stack of footy team, footy players that are really good quality, uh, but they've just got to work together. And look, it's do or die for game two. So they really need somebody who can just run the show without having to think about it and kicking game without having to think about it. Obviously, the negativity... Obviously, the negative negative points towards him. Um, he's he is a bit older. He takes a knock now, and um, 
it's probably more a disappointing thing for the Broncos if he gets whacked nice and hard in Origin. And let's hold, let's be honest, no one's holding punches back from uh, from Origin. So, yeah, look, that's the negative as far as five eighth goes. Oh, I don't know. It's a tough one because if they're losing so many other players, do they keep Luai there for just the connectiveness with the rest of the side? Or do they go, well, now we've got a good enough reason to dump Luai because he's been pretty average. Um, so let's try and go with something completely different. If they were smart, to be honest, they'd probably go with Nico and Burton or at least get Burton that left centre spot. Um, there's a lot of talk about Cody Walker. I don't know. Like if if they were going Cody Walker, I would see a world where they go Cody and Adam Reynolds. But again, it's not the play that I think they'll do, uh, but that's probably their next best thing. But they put Nico in there. They've they've had Burton in and around the team. They've got to show some faith in those guys. Otherwise, why pick them at all? Absolutely. And and who would your halves be? Uh, six and seven, uh, Roscoe. I actually I'm with Tim. I think Adam Reynolds is just he's just such a kicking game. He's got it all: goal, goal kicking, general play kicking. Um, he run. He likes to run the ball. Um, he does some great out out passes, so there could be some potentially some good ball out there to to Toto and guys like that out on the wing um, to uh, car as well. Um, I'd I'd really like to see the Adam Reynolds and um, Cody Walker combo. I know they don't play together anymore, but they have, and I just think now that um, Cleary's not in that team, I don't think there's a reason to keep Lewi in the team. I think he's had enough chances. He didn't do anything the first game. Um, I wouldn't hate it if they picked Burton. Um, I would prefer Burton in centres, though, than 5'8". I just don't rate him as a 5'8". I'd rate him more as a centre. But I just think that if Latrell and Turbo are fit, he's not going to get a spot in front of either of them, unfortunately. But if Latrell's not fit, I would have liked to have him in there over um, over um, uh, Steve Crichton for the next game. If not best, the next best thing is having Burton on the bench, but I feel he's a bit wasted on the bench. I mean... What sort of minutes is he going to have a play? And what impacts is he going to have off the bench like Nico? He only came on because Turbo got the HIA. Otherwise, he wasn't coming on at all. Yeah. So that, that's that's what I think. I mean, I I think Adam Reynolds deserves a chance at having a shot at it, but I just don't see it happening, unfortunately. It, is there a world where they could go, call me really crazy, but they could go Reynolds, they could go uh, Cody Walker, they could have Koloa Matangi in there, they put, could have could have Damien Cook too. Well, you'd, you'd put Cook Cook in there. They'd also have um, uh, Campbell Graham back in the centre, um, and all of a sudden you've sort of got half the and obviously Latrell at the back. All of a sudden you've got the half of the South team that um, won a premiership not all that long ago, um, but they're they're basically top of the table or thereabouts at the moment as well. So. Look, I think that there is room where the New South Wales team could have a real shake-up. Um, whether or not Freddie's got the balls to do it to that extent, I'm not convinced. Well, you've heard I've been yeah. pretty vocal on Latrell at fullback, but I've also said that if they do that, Latrell needs to be um, – if, if Latrell is at fullback, they need to have Cook and Murray in that side in the, in the middle. I, I'm a big advocate for having Murray, but the, the halves that I've chosen, right, is so Burton's my 5'8". And, and the reason he is is because he's a big body – a big running 5'8 with a great kicking game. But I hear what you're saying and agree with you. If they were to go Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker, I could live with that if they had the second kicking option on the left-hand side with Burton. And then I would even live with Latrell on the other centre and and Turbo playing on the wing 
so that he can take back them tough carries. I think that he was caught out at centre, and I really don't like him at centre. Personally, I've told I've written my team up on the page, and it, I actually had Campbell Graham at on one wing and Turbo on the other, and I had Latrell and Burton. I think it was. I oh, know I had Hines and Burton as my halves, but I, I really think um, I'm scared for Hines to start as a seven and debut in Queensland. I think that's a big ask for the kid, but he is a big. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I, I I just don't think he's mentally ready for it yet. <laughs> I um, agree with you. I think if it gets to game three and they're down two nil, then they might as well throw him in there, give him a run. Yeah. But for now, I just think a massive game at Suncorp. Um, he hasn't really played much finals footy. We don't know how good he is, but under pressure. I mean, we've seen that the Sharks aren't playing well in the second half this year. Um, and all of that pressure on him. If he can deliver a massive game against Melbourne, I mean, you know, great. But I just don't think. It, it should make any difference to him being picked or not. No, I agree with you. I think that, um, look, I love Heinze. We all do. And, we and look, he does keep proving us wrong. And we and I would love yeah. to see him to play Origin. He deserves to play Origin. I just think it's a big ask for him to boo up there. But look, Burton and Heinz are two big bodies. And I'm a big fan of big bodies. And I really love Latrell at left centre. I believe he's the best left centre in the game. And, I, and, and probably the best left centre I've ever seen. Um, but what I do like about him at fullback is, uh, right, Teddy takes the big runs, and he does have hit-ups that a lot of players don't do, like we all know Latrell averages 75 metres a game. But what Latrell does, no other player can do, and that's the, he's a threat all game at passing left and right. But in order to have someone like him at fullback, you need to have two running backs. You, you can't have a Fox. You need to have someone like a Turbo, uh, a Toho, uh, a Campbell Graham, that, so they can take them tough carries back because you need them tough carries. They're a very important part of origin or even rugby league for that matter. But it's interesting. I think they'll go Heinz Burton, but or um, sorry, or I think they'll keep Luai, I meant to say, and I think they'll go Heinz Luai. And, and if they do that, we're in froth and bubble because we need a second kicker. Uh, that That's the insanity of what's happened in game one was not having a second kicker. And they didn't even have one coming on, like to go left and right. Like it just made no sense. Anyway, guys, um, oh, so we've got a couple of questions before we end. I'll just quickly get to them. Give me half a second, guys, and I'll find these questions. It's good. You know what I love about rugby league is we all have a different perspective, and there's no right or wrong. It's just how we see the game. You know, I see it one way. Ross sees it some way. Tim sees it another. Tim sees it as a Queenslander, so it doesn't really matter how Tim sees it. I, I just love it. You guys could put Nico in halfback because, like, he couldn't beat the Broncos at Shark Park on a Saturday <laughs> night last week. So, um Look, how's he going to go at, at Broncos' home stadium against the entire fucking Queensland squad? So it's, uh, yeah, bring it on, boys. You can put whoever you like in there. Get, also, Freddie, also think, tell Freddie I, and buddy Joey Johns to put the boots back on, mate. You can put out whoever you like. It's not going to make any difference. Well, Alfie, Alfie, well, I mean, uh, Alfie Langer might as well be buddy Aiden's man for you guys. He's been absolutely on the field, mate. He's on the field more than the players. He could but still I'm, be the best halfback in the comp. But on Freddie, but on Freddie. I think even if we win this series somehow, drag it out of our backside, I think it'll be gone after this year either way. He better be. I just think, I, I hate the fact that we have both teams have got the coaching staff, which is basically the Channel 9 commentary team. Yeah. Like, they need they need to do something about that. Like, we've got Alexander, we've got Freddie, you guys have got Billy Slater, you've got Cam Smith, you know, all those guys like that as well. Like, I think that's the idea of it, though. Like, because the origin coaching is 
it really is focused heavily on sort of a month or six weeks of football. And they want those guys that are in there that have got the insight, um, and which obviously the origin coaches have. They're not allowed to coach. They're basically not allowed to coach at NRL level if they're... No, coaching. I get what you're saying, but there's enough but, talent outside that aren't coaching at the moment that could do the job. Do you know who would be my coach? Yeah, but, but then you've got to look at the... Like there's, Every radio station has got um, got ex NRL players or ex coaches at games and things like that. Like there's so many different groups now with the world of live streaming and everything else. There's so many ex footy players and, and ex NRL coaches and referees and things like that that are at the ground doing much the same stuff yeah. as what we're doing right now, podcasting. So it, there's sort of a limited supply of those people. I, I get it that there's plenty of ex NRL players around, but can they all be on camera and not buddy dribbled stuff down their fronts or whatever? Like. Do you know who I'd be looking at as coach? I I would be trying everything I could to get Gus Gould back. Gus, I I know a lot of people don't like him, but he is a good coach. The other two that I really like are Ricky Stewart, and I actually don't mind Bellamy. I mean, Bellamy is a proven good coach, and he has a good work ethic. And just before we start this, there's been a lot of complaints from the clubs from New South Wales around soft tissue damage to players about their training regime. Well, I mean, you look at the injuries, Murray, Luttrell, Cleary. I mean, there's been a lot of injuries come out of that, um, you know, and some of them pre-game, which is insane. Well, listen, we've got a few questions to get through, so I'll give you one at a time. I'll come to you first, uh, Roscoe. Um, replacement options for Cleary from Allen Dog, right? Oh, big Al Dog, I don't know. I mean, there's a few options. I think depending if you've got the jewels, I don't mind Manu. I think SJ's an option as well. Um, and obviously Moses too, but... Um, if I if if we can wait a week, Alan, I would. Um, just to wait and see whether obviously Moses plays Origin, and obviously wait a week because Manu's got a break even of 116. Um, so they're probably my options. Um, maybe Reynolds is the Smoky, as Tim said, if he doesn't get picked for Origin. But again, if you hold the trade, maybe wait a week. Yeah, but that's who I'd be looking at. I agree. I think if you can wait a week, I mean, if you if you need one straight away, I, I don't like I don't mind Hughes. I think he's a good pot yeah. option. I think Walker. I think um, if you can use Jules to get a centre wing, a second row, I think they're all great options. I'll come to you now. Um, Peter Waltman asks uh, Timmy, if you already had Moses, would you trade Cleary for Hines or Sean Johnson? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The answer. Yes. But uh, uh, again. Only in those two, I, I think uh, if you if you absolutely hell bent on bringing in a halfback this week, I think you can really only look at SJ because uh, he obviously won't play Origin, and uh, Jerome Hughes because he won't play Origin. I think they're the really only two safe picks out of all the top line halfbacks that are around at the moment. And five eight's not much difference. And Hines will play round sixteen and round. Uh, sorry, not Hines. Sorry, um, Hughes will play round sixteen, but not round nineteen. And Sean Johnson will play not sixteen, but plays nineteen. So. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm, 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 I'm hoping that Hines <laughs> doesn't get picked for Origin and plays round 16 next week. I'm really considering Hughes as a pod. I, I actually really like it. I just want that point yeah. of difference. Um, James Peppers asks, I currently own Latrell Mitchell, Sebastian Chris, Nathan Cleary, Dylan Brown, David Favita, Helam Lukey, Matt Dury. What would be the order of moving on? Clearly, some, sorry, but he's in some serious strike there. He is. He's in some trouble. Um, Seb Chris is playing this week, isn't he? I believe he's back. Yeah. So he's probably not priority. Um, it depends if he's playing headset or overall. Did you say Dory was in that list too? Yeah. So Dory's, Dory, Dory, Dory will play 16. 
Yeah. So I think he's old. Um, I think Lukey's got to go. I think there's too many mouths to feed there. He didn't play many minutes last week the, with the, with all the players there. I mean, you get Cotter in that back this week too. He'll start playing more minutes. Um, who were the other ones? Uh, Dave Vida, Heel and Lukey, Dylan Brown. Oh, Dylan Brown's got to go. Yeah, um, for Vida. I'd still hold him a week. I, I think yeah. everyone is, is jumping the gun on Dylan Brown. I I would be I'd be holding a week. Yeah, just, I have a cold brown. When you've got when you've got so many other moving parts going wrong around in, in your halves at the moment, I'd be holding a week and wait to see what happens. A lot can happen in that Dylan Brown situation over the next seven days. I'd love to, Tim, but my problem is is that my backup um, halfbacks Katoa and I'm not playing him. Yeah. But that's why you dump him and move. Have you got Manu or Schuster? You no. dump him and bring one of those two down to five eighth and and play him to fill the gap. Yeah, there's oh. plenty of options anyway. Look, I, my, the, the order I would go for me personally would be Cleary, Lukey. I yeah. think that Cleary gives you a bit of money to turn Lukey into someone nice, you know. Like, you yeah. could maybe get Katoa, Elise Katoa from the Storm. He's priced at a, a, a will, nice price. Uh, Preston, if you don't own him, there's a few yeah, options. Yeah. On, on that, I would absolutely then go him to Hughes and uh, and Lukey to Ellie Katoa and I bring them both in. Absolutely. Great trades. Uh, and that that's also, I mean, you have to understand that we don't know your team and a lot of trades can be team dependent. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, the last, uh, so the next one, Stephen Croker, Roscoe, who wins, Australia or India? Uh, Australia at the moment. Australia. It's on an ad at the moment, so I can't tell you. Uh, I, I think Australia, if Australia wins, we own all four. One, one for 30, one for 34. We own all four titles in a, or something. Yes. I remember reading something yeah. about that. Um, all right, so we all think Australia, we're Aussies. Looking at Teddy's negative break-even or Turgo's lay break-even. Oh, wait up. Sorry, guys, maybe there's more to that on this bit. Uh, move, um, moving on, I'm running thin at halfback and second pro this week. I'm sorry, guys, I can't see the rest of that question. Uh, my apologies to you, um, JT Charles. Oh, here we go. Looking at Teddy's negative break-even or Turbo low break-even, should I get Bateman or Tarpany, Moses or Sean Johnson? Without a boost, what one would you skip? Looking at Teddy negative break even or turbo slow break even, Bateman or that makes no sense. Does that mean he's trying to sell them? Surely he's not really selling both of them with a low break even. No, question doesn't make right. sense to me. Well, I mean, yeah, I but is he saying is he saying bring in bring in one of those two and then one of the second rowers? Yeah, that's right. I think that's what he's saying. So Bateman and Te- uh, Tur- sure. I wouldn't be bringing in Teddy or Turbo with Origin next week. No, yeah, but yeah. it depends if you're playing overall head to head. I mean, if you've got Buller, maybe the other one you could be looking at would be Gutherson, although yeah. the even there is not too pretty. If you can hold off a week, buddy, I'd be doing that. Yeah, um, Kennedy or Edwards. I like Bateman. I, like, I do like Bateman. Yeah, I do like Bateman too. I, I like think I wouldn't be buying Tarpany. Tarpany's been moved. No. To, like, his, his minutes will actually reduce now, so I wouldn't be he's doing back to, He's back to front row, so he'll go back to his 45, 50 minutes. Um, right, there's only two more. So Michael Carver's thoughts on Cogger, dumb trade or potential? I would wait a week to see how he goes against the pan- against the Roosters first. And this is the last one I'll give to you, Timmy. Would you pick uh who would you pick to trade in between Bateman, Nakora, Mulatala, Hopgood or Opap? Ooh. Bateman Jeez. Hopgood. Jeez. Uh Hopgood now that they're running out of even more front rowers and, and forward pack out of the eels. Um I've put in Kaloma Tungi this week, but probably more so because I've kept an eye on the BEs of the other guys, and most of the others have got BEs that are 
too high this week, they'll drop in price and they'll be pretty handy to pick up next week. Yeah, what's Bateman's um, break even? Uh, I'll tell you in two I seconds. I think it's about I think it's about thirteen or something. It's not very high. Yeah, so I mean, if you want Bateman and Hopgood, I would be getting Bateman first based on break evens because he'll go up money more than Hopgood, I would imagine. Uh, not that I know. I I, I actually don't know uh, that. Bateman's is eleven. At Nakora and Mulatalo, I'd wait to next week. Uh, their their break evens are quite high. Yeah. So uh, Mulatalo has a really good matchup this week versus uh, Rima Smith and Warbrick. I like I like Mulatalo this week. Yeah, I really do. Too. And Talakai, both of them. Um, yeah. So we're saying Bateman, Hopgood, Mulatalo, Nakora. That order. They yep. like that. Yep. All yep. right, boys. All right. Well, that's pretty much the pod, guys. I thank you very much again, gentlemen, for joining us tonight. Um, no problems at all. Don't forget that these guys do Off The Bench podcast. So if you don't watch it, jump on their page. They've got a page on Facebook as well called Off The Bench. and NRL um, SC Off The Bench. Yeah. NRL Supercoach Off The Bench. There you go. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. All right, well, have a good night. Have a good round, guys, and good luck for next week. Thanks very yeah. much for having us on, mate. Stay safe and be good. So you want to be a champion? Oh, no. Now the knee. Oh, well, that was it. Manu, what's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up a throw for Bobrovsky. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just takes <laughs> off. Oh, what a beauty. So, you pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end. Or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a trial.